welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. We have weekly discussions with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. My guest today is Dave Huggins. Dave is a USDA ARS soil scientist with the Northwest Sustainable Agroecosystems Research Unit in Pullman, Washington. Dr. Huggins conducts research in sustainable farming systems, including soil health and issues such as soil organic matter, soil acidification, soil fertility, and nutrient use efficiency. Hello, Dave. Yeah, good morning, Drew. So um, the big buzzword uh, these days is soil health. Uh, What is soil health? Well, that's a good question, Drew, and you'll definitely find different answers to that question depending on where you look. But kind of a definition I like is, is just the soil's capacity to function as a vital living system, provide various kinds of goods and services that sustain life on the planet. Okay. So what are some of the important functions that are related to soil health? Yeah, if you look at at functions, you have to first understand that soils are are pretty unique. And so different soils have different capacities to provide different kinds of goods and services. So it always has to be in some sort of context from the standpoint of your discussion of, of soils. For instance, a, a soil that is in the irrigated Columbia Basin is going to be very different than a palouse type of soil under our dryland systems, and consequently, the kinds of functions that you might expect from those soils are, are different. Okay. So um, how would you go about measuring soil? I've seen various people advertising uh, services for measuring soil health, but I imagine everybody probably has a different test. What, what do you see as the the important parameters to test and what what can we actually uh, test for these days related to soil health? Yeah, it kind of comes back to that question of, of what kinds of issues you might be trying to to look at from the standpoint of how your, your soil is functioning. And I tend to be, you know, more diagnostic from that perspective. But going back to, um, you know, the whole concept of soil health, some people uh, make the analogy with human health that we have a set of measurements that we can take and Having taken those, we can say, oh, this this person is a healthy person. Well, that analogy starts to fall apart a little bit with soils because there's so many different kinds of soil. So, for example, if you took all those metrics that you just used to assess a healthy person and applied it to a lizard or a butterfly or an earthworm, you know, obviously those wouldn't be the kinds of measurement that you would want to take in order to assess their health. And, and soils are, are kind of the same way from that perspective. So... Um, Worldwide, uh, from the standpoint of of soil health in in general, there's kind of a quiet crisis going on right now. And, you know, from that standpoint, uh, we're concerned uh, throughout the world with soil degradation processes. And part of this just is, uh, you know, uh, a result of our our human population putting pressure on the resource itself in terms of of our capabilities and desire to produce more food. Um, but our soils are expected to, you know, be able to respond and, and really, you know, from that perspective, the, the kind of the health of the planet and the fate of our civilization kind of rests with what happens to the soil itself. So getting back to more specifics in terms of measurements, um, um, 
what's different about soil health is that in the past we've tried to assess soil chemical and soil physical properties and we've looked at we've understood that soil biology is also important but there hasn't really been that many tests that we've applied that have been more soil biological in nature so part of the whole effort behind soil health is to be uh, more holistic from the standpoint of, of trying to introduce uh, not just uh, our traditional physical and chemical tests, but to add some of these um, soil biological tests to the suite of different kinds of measurements that we have in order to assess soil health. And, you know, I, I mentioned that I like to be more diagnostic in, in terms of trying to assess things. If you look, for example, at our Palouse soil circumstances, there um, some of the issues that we're trying to, to look at from the standpoint of soil health are, well, are we actually providing a really uh, good environment for healthy root systems for our, our crops? Um, and that would come back to, you know, in our case, one, we'd like to store lots of water. So water storage capacity is important to us. And, you know, if you ask a, a grower what might be their most important soil property in the Palouse, it'd be, well, having about six feet of it <laughs> is really important because, you know, you understand that your productive capacity is going to be based on how much water you can store. And, and having a deeper soil is going to allow the, the root systems to explore that. You know, going further than, than that, you know, if, if water's going to get into that, that soil, then we have to have um, uh, certain soil properties that enhance some of the infiltration properties. So, you know, from that standpoint, having really good organic matter near the surface might be um, a diagnostic type of test that you might want to go forward with to, to see, well, we have, have we got good organic matter and good soil aggregation? In other words, how the, the soil particles are bound together that really do help uh, water to infiltrate into the soil itself and and start to you know fill some of the, the the water holding capacity that may be there and you can also think about some of the the issues that we're faced with here in, in the plus anyway that might um, that might be symptomatic that that's not happening one is just water runoff right so so that is something that's associated with soil erosion processes et cetera that would be symptomatic that our soils aren't healthy, you know, from the standpoint of, of getting water into the soil itself. And over time, of course, soil erosion results in less soil depth. So, you know, from that perspective, we're also impairing some of our, some of our capabilities in the long term to, uh, to store soil water. Uh, other issues that uh, we're kind of, of, of um, trying to, to look at here in the Palouse would be organic matter depletion over time. Um, uh, some of our uh, tillage and cropping systems uh, tend to result in, in organic matter declining over time, and that's something that we'd like to to try to uh, increase as much as, as we can, uh, recognizing that organic matter is kind of the heart of the soil in a way from the standpoint of providing a lot of uh, uh, food, not only for uh, for the microorganisms and the other biology that inhabits the soil, but also really important uh, from the standpoint of providing uh, nutrients and water holding capacity for our, our, our crops as well. So from that standpoint, uh, organic matter is kind of one of those key variables in terms of the measurements that we like to assess soil health. It's, it's kind of a, a real you know, master variable because it impacts so many things, both physically, chemically, and biologically. And uh, another uh, issue that we're kind of faced with here is just soil acidification. And so you could think from a diagnostic standpoint that it'd be nice to be able to go in and, and recognize what kinds of 
of soil pH or base saturation that we have. Also, we might be looking out for uh, toxicities, particularly from aluminum or manganese. And so those are important kinds of factors that we might go in and, and measure if we think that acidification is an issue and be more diagnostic about it. So, so those, are, those are some kind of standard tests. Um, some of the more um, uh, uh, recent biological tests include the Salvita test. This is a, a test looking at a, a 24-hour burst of carbon dioxide uh, from our soil. And what this tries to measure is some of our soil biological activity. And so the idea here is that, and, and the way that the test is actually run is that you, you dry down the soil and this kind of desiccates a lot of the of the critters that are that are living in the soil itself and consequently you have a lot of uh, dead bodies <laughs> around and then um, subsequent subsequent to drying out the soil then the soil's re-wetted and all of a sudden this again provides a lot of, of the kinds of environment that's required for the biology that's remaining to respond quite rapidly and and of course uh, the biology uh, uh, respires and they respire uh, uh, CO2 just like we do. So from that uh, standpoint, then you measure the amount of CO2 that uh, occurs during a 24-hour period, and this is called the CO2 burst. You know, so from that standpoint, this is then related to how um, how much microbial activity is in the soil, and so this is one of the the biological measures that we're trying to look at right now from the standpoint of how useful those kinds of measurements are in terms of of diagnosing what's going on with our soil and uh, if there's something that we can do from a management perspective to actually uh, improve things. Um, what we're finding with a lot of the biological kinds of measures is that they tend to be quite variable and this is understandable because you know the biology in your soil is is responding to various kinds of environmental drivers you know important things like precipitation and temperature and the environment itself from the standpoint of the soil really really shape the kinds of of, of activity that these organisms have and so Consequently, uh, during the course of the season or the year, uh, you can have quite a bit of variability in some of these kinds of measures, depending on what kinds of, of conditions you've had. Thanks, Dave. Well, we can certainly see that soil health is a complex topic. For our listeners, please check in next week for part two of my interview with Dave Huggins, where we will be continuing our discussion on soil health. Thanks for listening to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. If you have questions for us that you'd like to hear addressed on future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon at wsu.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu. You can also find us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. Subscribe to the show through iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications in the College of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next week.